0: Yeah, no, I stick with the smaller cities. So just in the U.S., there's over 19,000 cities. I think it was like 19,455, something like that. Um, And I generally stick between populations 50,000 to 400,000 just to keep it a little bit less competitive. Because obviously the bigger the city, more companies, more competition. So I've set some criteria to make it a little bit easier. And then in addition, um, companies that are phone or niches rather that are phone driven. So instead of trying to convince somebody to go to a store, I'd rather have something where their business relies on the phone ringing. So
1: here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder, why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin and this is The Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have Luke Vanderveer here with me today. He has got a very awesome way about true passive income uh, built through internet that I think is very, very relevant to our young people today. It's something I think that they can even do. Um, and I know the, a little bit of the subject matter, and I think it's a massive opportunity. But Luke uh, got an MBA in in human resources and right out of grad school landed a highly sought after position at General Electric as a benefits analyst, although his family and friends congratulated him getting a job with such a prestigious company. He hated it. Uh, Only one week into working at GE, he was already searching for a way to escape the corporate nine to five uh, grind, which I can completely relate to. And Luke set out from there uh, with affiliate marketing, network marketing, Facebook advertising, even selling products on eBay and Amazon, as many people do looking for their quote unquote side hustles. And uh, although he had a great side hustle up to $35,000 a month, he still was working seven days a week, reinvesting the money to grow the business. That's when he came across a lead generation method called rank and rent SEO. Um, And this is where we're going to really kind of dive into because I know the opportunity of what he's going to talk about a little bit. And I'm excited about it because uh, I really find this to be an opportunity for young people as well uh, as those who maybe want to get out of that nine to five for the side hustle uh, piece. Um, It's consistent and it's a a massive opportunity. And so with that, Luke, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, Cody. I appreciate it.
1: Well, uh, I generally like to dive right into things, but I won't put you quite on the spot for Rank and Rent SEO to a little bit until we dive into (laughs) a little bit extra. Run me through being at GE. And then, because I love the list of things that you have on your intro for the uh, affiliate marketing, network marketing, Facebook, oh my God, and yeah. just bouncing like eBay, Amazon, FBA, like, you know, now it's courses and now it's, uh, you know, all these other things. And so, like, uh, run me through a little bit of how that happened, because I think a lot of people who search for, I don't know, online money, <laughs> you know, they kind of run through a lot of those gamuts from shiny objects.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I... I think it started with college, just because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I, I thought maybe business, so marketing and management. I wanted to stay close, which was why I picked the school I did. And when I got out, the job at GE seemed like a good fit. Great, great company. Everybody was like, "Wow, that's that's awesome. You should get a job there." So I did that, but um, it, it just wasn't it wasn't enjoyable doing the work. And I, I quickly realized I, I can't do the, you know, sit at the desk and work nine to five or eight to six or whatever it is for the next 40, 50 years.
1: What, what was your realization me- though? Cause I want to, cause I want to, I, I have a curiosity of to the picture that I have in my mind from when I was at fortune 500 companies, but what was it kind of set you off when you saw that?
0: When, when I saw just what, what made people. you
1: realize that so quickly?
0: Oh, it was just listening to other people talk. You know, you you get to meet all the employees and I had a big team. The benefits team was 30, 40 people. So, you know, you had to work, you know, collaboratively with a lot of them. So I got to talk to them about, you know, what they're doing, how long they've been at GE and so forth. And the thing I noticed with almost everybody who's been there more than a few years and wasn't new like me, is that everyone was just kind of waiting for retirement. There wasn't, they're not there because they enjoy it. They're there because they need a paycheck. And this is what they've been doing for however long. Some of them didn't have college education. Some of them did. But it didn't seem to matter. Everybody was in the same situation. They're just waiting for sixty five so they can finally enjoy their life. And it hit me, I'm not doing that. I need to figure this out now so I can enjoy myself now.
1: I, I, I asked wait. because I had this very similar experience twice. was <laughs> like I'm like,, uh, like I can't be you in 20 years. Like just sitting there like I'm like, you're miserable, you've been miserable, you're bored out of your mind, and like I just there's no way I could sit here for 20 years and do this
0: exactly i was getting the same feeling i was sitting there like how like is this really what this is this is this is what we do we, we go to school to get a job and then we just you know work <laughs> forever and then hopefully have money to retire
1: and it's just like and you know, also it's like but even what you're doing has no impact a lot of times right so you're just kind of like sitting there and you're like okay well you're like well don't do that you don't want to make any waves because then you can be here for 20 years i'm like "What? like why don't we fix these things you know, I and mean, that, that piece of me. And then there was a there was another side where it was like, wait, I'm supposed to be really grateful. And I worked really hard to get this. Why am I not like there was a P. Did you have a, like a, a conflict inside there on that? Like, did you say I, I went to get an MBA and I got my job that I was supposed to get now? Like, what did I just do for six years or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> weird. I've had that experience a couple of times. It's like, you get it, you're excited to have it. And then you get in there and you're like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And it's not nearly as fulfilling as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's like, I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you start doing? I just start looking for ways to make money online. I, I knew I wanted time and money and working at a job is not going to allow you both. You'll have one or the other.
1: So you go into Google start typing in how to make money online.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, that's the immediate thing most people would do. Right. So yeah. the first thing I did too, and, uh, stumbled onto multi-level marketing was the first one. So I tried that for a while, a few years.
1: Yeah. I think I did gas cards. Uh, that was a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the other ones I tried it through, through, and you you know, there's always somebody at the top that's just making buku bucks and then convinces you, like, this is so easy, you know. And you gotta start hitting up family and friends, and you're like, dude, am I really this guy? Like, no, I'm not, I'm done. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, start suckering them in, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> I get it. I, I was drawn to the mindset, and just of course, there's the people making great money, but I was drawn to how excited everybody is because it was the exact yeah. opposite of work.
1: Yeah, right. Everybody's <laughs> talking
0: about all these great things about business and how excited they are and planning out what they're gonna do for the future. And it was a uh, it's a more positive environment even if it didn't make very much money
1: and so you started going down the rabbit hole right with the affiliate marketing and network marketing and all these you know ebay's and amazon fba and all that stuff and um what did you so what where did when did you stop because you had it on your bio that you had thirty five thousand dollars a month coming in um what caused you to you know get out of that because that's actually kind of making it in those businesses you know there's obviously some whales in those businesses, but you know that's that's not a small number. and so what what caused you to to stop on doing that?
0: i had I had taken a a class in SEO and I was kind of toying with that on the side. and then, in addition, I was doing the eBay business. and my goal was to hit that number because I had this number in my mind. If I could just get to twenty five thousand dollars a month, I thought, you know, maybe that would be enough where you know, I could pay all the bills, have money left over and just kind of do whatever I want. But I'd make all that money and I'd have no time to spend it because I'd be spending every waking hour you know, at the warehouse, just taking in truckloads of inventory and managing stuff and unloading things, listing things on eBay. And we'd try to hire people and the people weren't very good that we're hiring. We're trying to train and we'd lose them and we'd hire more. And it was just this whole process of just never being able to leave. And anytime I would leave, Sales would take a dip because we're not listening as much. It's just too much work for the money. It's like at that point, I didn't, I don't care how much it is. It doesn't matter. My, my quality of life was more important. So I just said, bye, sold off my half.
1: So what'd you turn to?
0: SEO full-time.
1: Yeah. So yeah. explain for people that don't know what that is, what that means.
0: It's just working on websites to get them to show up higher in the search results because everybody uses Google. So if you have that visibility and people see you when they type in something, you know, like plumber near me and you show up at the top, everybody goes to that person. It's just, um, it's just statistics that the top few search results get all the visibility. So if you can take over that spot, you, your business will do very, very well. And if you know how to get people there, you can charge people a lot of money to help businesses get there.
1: Yeah. It's highly valuable. Um, you know, I, I think you know if you're on page two or on page three, you might as well be on page one billion. You know, it doesn't really matter. I think it, what is it's something like it's almost ninety percent of the clicks go to the first top three, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's pretty crazy. Thirty one percent to the first number one. Was it nineteen percent for number two, and then ten uh, percent for number three? Bottom half of the first page, six through ten, only gets four percent total. So it's pretty crazy. It's just that top few are where the searches are.
1: I've never seen a study. Um, where we have trained ourselves now to blow past the ads and like they were, they had eye study tests with cameras and like how we immediately blow past the ads, hit the, and and all the authority is in that top two or three spots. And then we just jump right down to it now because we're so used to Googling things that it's such an important piece to be there. But I would, so One of the things I want to talk about in your business, not your business, but in your industry, um, is that, you know, there's so many people out there that will throw out crazy numbers to, to business owners, right? Like it's almost like a diet pill where it's like, you know, sign me up and I'll put you number one on Google. No problem. No work easy hands off. It's super easy, you know, type of deal. And, uh, and so how do you, how have you differentiated yourself and have you found that to be, you know, some of the, comp, I would say competition, but um, you know, that that's in the, in the business is that, are you seeing that?
0: So when I originally started, I, I ran it as an SEO agency and I quickly learned that if you're, you know, charging somebody and a client is paying you a couple thousand dollars a month plus, they, there's a feeling like they own you and they can just ask you whatever they want whenever so you get out you get requests at all hours of the night and day for reports and updates to websites and all these all these things so i quickly changed it to where i own the asset and i rent it out and in order to you know get somebody to work with me i can just send them some free leads in advance to build that relationship so i don't have to do it like a normal agency where you know they reach out and say hey I'll uh, I'll get you to number one, or I'll bring you to the top if you pay me, you know, however much money. Yeah, in it's this always case, six I'm to simply saying months,
1: that. right? Yeah. It's a, and then you, and the contracts start flowing out, right? Right. And so right. in six to twelve months, and then you're you're locked in, and then there's these uh, there's you know, I, I so when I owned the RV dealerships, I had five of them, and uh, we actually did rank um quite a bit all over the place because when I got into the business, they were all running them like old school rv dealerships i started running like a car dealership you know i started copying what the, what the best car websites were doing and those kinds of things we immediately shot up through everything and uh and, and the company just exploded but we would get seo calls all the time and so a lot of times my only my first question out of the, out of the gate because you know i got cold called for it like i had to hire a person just to take the calls <laughs> basically and uh i'm like ask them what they rank for and the number one answer out of SEO companies was, well, we don't work on our own things. Like we don't work on our own website. To which my question was, so your business model is cold calling to get SEO clients so that they don't have to cold call. <laughs> and yeah. they would, it would, it would instantly just stop. Like, and then sometimes they'd be like, well, check this out, type it in and bam. And their credibility was right there. And so explain to me how you flipped that into rank and rent SEO.
0: Yeah, I just um, I, I noticed that I, I can't continue doing this uh, this this model where you know you're trying to sell people on contracts and all these things. So I decided to start building my own assets. I'd look for a you know market where there's potential to make a lot of money, like a a niche where it's lower competition, but it would still be high value. And then I would simply build the site myself, I would take on the risk, I would build the site, I would generate the leads. And then once they came in, I would take those leads and refer them out to a business to do the work. And kind of just give them leads for free for a little while and say, hey, do you want more of these? It's a lot easier sale, because I'm not really selling, I'm kind of letting them test the the waters and see how it is. And if they want to continue, then we just negotiate a fee. So it makes it easier Um, for me to do. And it's also, you know, it requires zero scale sales skills at all.
1: So um, I I really like that, because there's an actual benefit, like you're actually buying something, you know, it's not buying a hope and a dream. A lot of times, like I I would much rather pay for performance than not, and it puts you a skin in the game. Um, And so what does something like that look like? Like, walk me through a a typical scenario um, that, you know, you would run on rank and rent
0: in regard to what?
1: Just in a, in a bit like, so um, a a typical, you know, I guess, setup, you know, like, is it, is it just, is it by the city? Is it by, you know, general national companies? Like what kind of, what kind of targets do you have? Like that when you, when you do that
0: in terms of choosing a niche to do it in? Yeah,
1: I guess choosing a niche to do it in. And um, like, I want to, I want to be able to tie this back to that if there's an opportunity for the young people that would be listening to with their parents to be able to pull this down, because I think you could niche this down very, very far, you know, like you said, plumber in, you know, uh, Ocala, Florida, like yeah. to go after something that small, or are you going for national things, which is like Nike's for sale?
0: I get you. Yeah, no, I stick with the smaller cities. So just in the U S there's over 19,000 cities. I think it was like 19,455, something like that. Um, And I generally stick between populations 50,000 to 400,000, just to keep it a little bit less competitive, because obviously the bigger the city, more companies, more competition. So I've set some criteria to make it a little bit easier. And then in addition, um, companies that are phone or niches rather that are phone driven. So instead of trying to convince somebody to go to a store, I'd rather have something where their business relies on the phone ringing. And then you're going to call this person up to do something for you. So, contractors happens to be a great one, right? So, anybody where you can call them plumber, electrician, roofer, tree service, you know, limos, come pick me up, drive me to this thing. Um, Those types of businesses are easier to do this in.
1: Um, I also think with the SEO portion of it, it's probably easier to target by the city. Because most people even if they even if those contractors have a website which is you know generally not done that well, but uh, even if they do, then you're now getting back into like you because you're looking for service people in area, right So most yeah. I think a lot of people are doing voice search now, right and they're using Google Maps right quite a bit to search for things and uh, walk me through some of that stuff of how how you're able to because, The reason I'm asking is because when you mentioned like there's 19,000 plus cities, you know, there's just so much opportunity in the, in the niching down of controlling the space. And I know contractors want nothing to do with SEO on their own, right? That's not their jam. The most of them go, I don't like computers. I don't want nothing to do with it. Or, you know, that's why you hire a plumber because I don't like plumbing. Right. So we, this is just another niche piece of it.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it's it's a it's a fun thing to do to be able to find some of these niches that are a little bit less competition. And I like doing um, city plus niche because there's lots of keywords out there. That's what people normally search. So where wherever you're from, right? So I'm from Latham, New York. It's not a very big place, you know, 20,000 people. But if you were looking for a plumber, people are probably looking, you know, for plumber Latham, you know, plumbing Latham, plumbing company in Latham. It's always going to be something with whatever the niche is and whatever the city is. So if I base my website and the keywords and the content all around that, I'm going to show up pretty highly for this and I'll start getting that traffic. And then I can flip that site, this digital real estate to a business owner who has no interest in doing this themselves, right? They just want the business. They don't wanna to have to deal with the website and ranking it and all that.
1: Well, cause they've been burned probably a million times, right? Yeah. It's like, and one of the things I think people understand with target marketing, especially in SEO target marketing, because you have this authority of being the one that shows up in Google. Like there's such a value to that, to being the guy that you got clicked on from natural search in Google. It wasn't an ad. And uh, there's a trust factor immediately in that, right? So those leads convert a lot higher. But, um, you know, if you're coming in with, hey, Mr. Plumber." You know, I've got, I can bring you 40 leads a month. Like, that's a whole lot different than being like, hey, hire me and I'll, you know, or I'll uh, let me put an ad in the newspaper or the magazine for you and see if people call you off of it. Cause you have no idea. You know, and it's like, I don't want to be known for the advertisement. I want to be known for my 40 leads. You know, it's a whole lot right. more valuable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And it's, it just makes the sales process easier. It, it went from, you know, sending people proposals and trying to lock them into some contract to uh, you know, just sending people some leads and saying, hey, man, test it out. Let me know what you think. And then everybody coming back and saying, oh, this is awesome. Can you get me more? It's now, just an easier conversation.
1: I know it's not an exact science, but how long is it taking you once you determine a, a, a ballpark, once you determine a niche and an area that you go after? How long is it taking you to get to rank for it?
0: To rank the site, probably 90 days, rent it out another couple weeks after that. It just kind of depends on the niche. If you pick something really low competition, um, it'll, it'll be easier. Sometimes you can get it down. Like I've gotten into two weeks, um, but that's not standard.
1: Yeah. And so what, would be, what would be something someone would look for? Do you teach? Oh, I guess the question was: do you teach this now? Are you teaching uh, the how to do rank and rent?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have a coaching program for it. I was originally just doing it myself and then friends from school kept asking me how, how are you doing this how are you like not working normally <laughs> you're like i'm working that's what i told. <laughs> I, just, I just like, like i work just not nearly <laughs> as much as you guys do
1: yeah i just like leverage right <laughs> so um and so as you're teaching this through um you know i i think this is an, a, an amazing opportunity for someone that maybe is you know 14 15 16 years old to pick up the skill set because, like you talked about, it's it's not something. It, once it's built and going, it's not something that you technically have to
0: work on all the time, right? Right. Yeah. And the amazing thing about this skill set is you can use it however you want, right? If you want to start an agency, you could run an agency. If you want to own, you know, digital real estate and rent it out like I do, you can do that. If you want to just learn the skill set and go get a job at an SEO agency, you can do that too, and you'll be able to take any website on the planet. And get it more traffic, which is extremely valuable because everything relies on search. Everything's mobile. You will always have a job. Right. If you want one.
1: Right. Right. I I don't care. I don't. If if you can make the bell ring, you will always be able to build a business. You will always be able to have a job no matter what. If you can make a website produce.
0: Yeah. The job market pays on skills. And this is an extremely valuable skill.
1: You know and that's a great point that you just said um you know most people you know when we go through the traditional schooling system right it's it's trade time for money right your first jobs are always you know nine dollars per hour traded and when the magic happens if i can do something for you whether it takes me one hour 20 hours 150 hours you're willing to pay for the price as one of the, you know, most people that kind of get in the entrepreneurial journey and they say, okay, well, if I can do this for you in, you know, X, Y, Z hours, this is how much it's worth to you. And they believe that, you know, like in courseworks and those kind of things got to be 40 hours or 30 hours, got to have enough value. But where the real money is, is that can you do it for me fast, All right? I would rather pay somebody more money to teach me something in an hour than to teach me in 20 hours right? That's because I'm, I'm a leverage guy. And so like, I, I think with this skill set, you will always if you can, the, if what you produce, obviously has a value, right? And a large value, especially if the amount of leads that you can pull, if you can pull a 100 leads into a plumbing company on on average, they average, I don't know $500 a ticket, right? That's $50,000. Like, you don't think someone will pay you for that?
0: Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. And, and then the, they win, and you win. You know, it's one of the things like, that's I love about that business model, because it's a it's a producing production uh, model, not a uh, not a kind of an advertising model. You know, I don't think it's an advertisement at all.
0: It's crazy. And you just you get to help people, too. It's one of those kind of values I was brought up with, you know, help others, especially those are the less fortunate. And here's the here's the interesting thing. A lot of business owners don't have any idea how to do any of this. Right. So they'll work completely off referrals or whatever they may have a website but it's probably invisible you know on the search and like i have one guy that i worked with he was making 70 grand when i started working with him a tree service just by himself and with a little bit of seo and taking his website up a few pages he jumped that number to 320 grand a year can do whatever he wants with his family goes around travels outsources the work he doesn't want kind of cherry picks the jobs he does it's completely changed everything and it, it didn't take me very much time to do yeah so, you know, if I can make that kind of impact, that's great.
1: It's a highly valuable skill. And so let's talk about something part of it. Um, how hard is it?
0: How hard is it to learn the skill or how hard is it to take a website to the top? Both. <laughs> I think learning the skill is, is like actively choosing to, to learn it and not, not treat it like school where you're kind of forced to be there. Um,
1: which is my favorite kind of learning. I think I've, been, I've, right. I've learned that's one of the benefits of like, I've learned way more after school than I did in school.
0: Yeah. I think our educational system is made to make us very good at getting a job and being great employees. But, um, if you ever want to be free and you want to have time to do what you want, have a passive income, you have to be a business owner. There's, there's no other way to do it unless you have a lot of money and you want to invest. Um, so, you know, to learn those skill sets on the side. And a lot of it is paid courses or coaching. If you could find someone who has the skill set you want, it's, I mean, my opinion on this, pay them whatever they want to teach you that skill set. So you could use it too.
1: It's the same thing, right? It's what's it, if it's, if you can now take somebody that you're making them $50,000 more, you know, a month and you get five grand a month for that. So it's $60,000 a year. What are you willing to pay for that? Cause it's the same thing. You're paying for results, you know? right? You're paying for a skill set, not a degree right? Which uh, one week into you spending whatever, five or six years to get your degree, you're like, this isn't for me, right? <laughs> like, it's a pretty expensive, you know, piece of paper to figure out that it wasn't something you wanted to do, you know, and so that's why I, I love the idea of skill sets, you know, buying skill sets, as opposed to buying, you know, education, a lot of times.
0: Right, right. And I think a lot of people struggle with it, because it's a risk. Um, or well, they think it's a risk, because not as many people have done it, right? Then the normal path that we promote is, Hey, go to school, get a job, and then just work. Um, so not as many people do this whole entrepreneurial thing where we're going to build a business on the side and try to get this other goal. So there's this perceived risk there. Like it, it might be a problem and you have to put your money on the line, knowing that not everybody does this, but I really think it's just mindset. You just yeah. got to make it happen. And you can, if you keep pushing.
1: see, I find this niche to be one of the most underserved out there because there's something like 21 million small businesses with like less than five employees and they every single one of them could do this and you know there's only so much uh capacity for you know each person learning how to do it but every single city needs this and they have every industry in the city has to have it it's valuable to every single one of them
0: Right. And what's that stat? Four out of five businesses go out of business in the first couple of years. You can impact that. You can help those people stay and lower that number.
1: Yeah. Because I would say that the, the, well, I would say that most people do advertising and not marketing. Right. And so that skill set is not something that most business owners have. You've got a painter working for, you know, a painting company. And he sees the guy getting $3,000 a job and he's making, you know, $15 an hour painting houses and says, well, you know what, I could do that. And then he becomes a painting company on his own, but has no portion of sales and marketing. He might just be the operations type, you know, and that's a majority of uh, self-employed people, not really business owners, self-employed people need marketing people, you know, and the problem I see a lot of times, and I kind of brought it up when we talked about SEO earlier is that people will promise you the world with unquantifiable results right so there's a uh what is it called a qer right quantifiable end result what do i get when i give you money well a lot of times in seo it's like well i can't make any promises you know right. like it's a long process it's we're going to work towards it And it's like all these things but what you guys are doing with rank and rent is like you're putting skin in the game and saying look man i have the leads already do you want the leads because they don't really care about the process. I find that a lot of times in SEO conversations, you end up in these conversations and like, they want to explain all these things they're doing. So that it builds value to what they're charging you. But it's like, at the end of the day, man, what's a QER.
0: Right. Right. That's exactly what it is. Just what are you going to get me for that money? And you know, for me, it's just X number of leads. And I don't have to project anything because I just, do it first and hand it over when i already have it <laughs> it's like you know if, <laughs> if i want a
1: steak i want to buy a steak i don't want you to tell me like you might go out and catch a cow right like i don't know <laughs> like, you don't right. know I And mean, for six months for 12 months you're gonna try and raise a cow and catch a cow and do all this stuff and maybe i get a steak at the end maybe i don't who knows but like if you come and say hey look i got all these steaks to sell do you want to buy them like that's much easier transactionally i don't need the concepts a lot of times and I, and, and putting skin in the game like that really is a. Uh, something that can separate you from this. And so um and I, I truly believe because I've I've seen the concept previously um about local SEO, you know, hard hard crashing local SEO with lead building. Um I I think that this is a is an amazing job for young people uh to build pretty strong incomes with you know learning a skill set that's probably pretty native to them you know because with so much digital in their hands for so long this is something that they can do you know locally because the business owner if you came to a business owner and said i'm gonna give you 40 leads a month they don't care if you're 10 they don't care if you're 80 like it doesn't it's because you're bringing the result you're not trying to prove out that you you know have worked in an industry for 20 years so you know how to do it you know there's no credibility factor because you're not selling credibility you're not selling dreams you're selling a, a, a qer that says hey man I got forty leads a month already coming in. Do you want them? Do you want to buy them? Here's the price. Right. And of Younger course, people have
0: an inherent advantage here, right? yeah, because they they're grown up with technology. So learning something like how to build a website and how to do this type of work is going to come to them easier than it will for most people, you know, my age or older, right? Especially well, baby boomers. That's the majority of the business owners right now. And you reach out, and they're like, I I don't know how to use a computer. I can't get on my email. I, it's uh it's a very, very large difference. And it's a huge, huge advantage for these well, young people. When
1: you go sit in that GE related. interview, right? You go sit in that GE interview, it's like, well, I died on an MBA, I graduated this, I did that. Or like, you're coming into as an attorney, right? Like if you're in law school and an attorney, and, and I need an attorney to keep me out of jail, like I'm not hiring you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you're in uh, middle school, and you're selling me 50 leads a month, and I can see it for my niche in my city. And these are bills like I couldn't care less. I think it's even awesome. Or I'd rather pay you because I think it's so cool that you figure this out. Right. And let's, you know what I mean. Like, how do I help you? Like, I feel it's a bigger advantage to be able to do that because you don't have, you're not selling experience, which is what a lot of you know positions and jobs and opportunities for young people hold back. Is is but it's you're sending sending the results and you're impacting the business instantly. And so um, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, it was one of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you because I, 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 I've seen this before. And I think that this is something that our, our, our young people, and even if you want to grow it as a side hustle, as a parent with your kids, like they might need a little capital. They might need a little experience talking to business owners and doing those kinds of things, but they have their own skill set to bring to this, which is the digital mind, the digital side of these things, where like you can partner up with them. And I think that would be super fun to do with our kids. You know?
0: Yeah, that'd be really cool. We have, uh, I don't have any kids in the program yet, but I do have um, some college students who I, man, I did I wish I knew this when I was in college. Uh, yeah. Probably graduate without having to get a job.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. You know, you land 10, 10 of these and then and locally. And I mean, just think about how many niches of businesses there are. <laughs> and like, what a fun conversation it would be to, to really open up a, a young person's mind, just even talking about this. Like, you know, realizing like, I didn't realize there was like, you know, thousands of different kinds of jobs in every town I went into. I just, when people asked me what I want to be when I grew up, I was like, I don't know. Like, I, uh, you know, I, had, I heard someone explain it as like, uh, what are the, the costumes you can buy for like Halloween? So it's like cop, nurse, like doctor, lawyer, like, you know, that's like, so I was like, I didn't really know there was all these million kinds of jobs, but it'd be a fun conversation to have with kids because I think it would open their mind that there's a lot of niches in life to be able to solve problems for people to make money. And you could go impact those businesses instantly and see it happen. So I, uh, so with that, where do people find you and how do they find out about your course and what you guys are doing?
0: Well, the website's website, rentalcoaching.com slash free training. Um, that's a good spot to start. That has a, a webinar talking all about the whole rank and rent process, you know, end to end, how it works and give you a visual on a lot of the stuff we've talked about today. You could also find me on Facebook, um i'm the only luke van der in the united states i believe there's a couple in <laughs> australia maybe one in the netherlands <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i've
1: got a i've got a little bit of advantage of that now there used to be no cody's running around Now there's like boatloads of them but I, me and uh, that and uh, golden retrievers but in labs so <laughs> you find a lab picture it's not me you're looking for me so right. uh <laughs> but Luke, thank you for uh coming on with me I think this is an awesome opportunity uh I really do I've kind of hammered on it but I just it, it gets me excited because it's one of these things that like I, I really think that there's a niche there for young people to be able to do this and and have a massive impact in their communities um and and really try to and, and I think it would be really eye-opening is when I was a commercial banker I walked into thousands of different businesses in three years and i just it really opened my eyes to the way they run the people that are behind them how it impacts their business to see you know how many just a few different leads and conversions can have you know hire people and build companies and all that fun stuff and so uh i think it's really cool what you're doing and i appreciate you coming on money talkers with me
0: yeah thanks it's been fun talking about it love this. <music>